Welcome to Day 345 of Shaped by the Word, Season 2 of the Drama of Scripture. I'm Matt here with David and Katie, and we've been walking through um, Paul's letter to the church in Ephesus. Paul has um, he's been writing to them on, on the mystery of the gospel revealed to them and, and how incredible this gospel message really is. And, and yesterday we looked at the depths of the gospel, um, that it's, it's through Christ Jesus we've been saved. It's through Christ Jesus we continue to walk in the good works that he's prepared for us. And it's through Christ that um, God is, is uniting a people um, to himself. It's that in him the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And, and so we've just we've seen this incredible reality that um, that Paul gets to proclaim this gospel he's received. You know, we know he's writing this letter from from Rome. He's he's in prison there. You know, in a, under house arrest. But um, you get the note we saw it um, just a, a f- you know few weeks ago or a week ago that the gospel continues to go forth unchained. And so we're watching this, um, this you know kind of marvelous gospel um, proclaimed by Paul to us. Where we're hearing it, and and here in chapter three where we come to t- um, today. You, you get the sense that Paul's been meditating on this. He's, he's about to to kind of launch into a prayer because he, he can't help. I mean, this is leading him right into praise. And then he, he kind of pauses and like, let me, let me continue to talk a little bit about how the gospel goes to the Gentiles and, and how it's been made known. And then he bursts into this incredible prayer. Uh, and so that's where we'll be today. We'll be in Ephesians chapter 3. We'll look at the, the mystery of the gospel made known to the Gentiles through Paul and then this beautiful prayer. But before we do, let me pray for us. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the mystery of the gospel now revealed to us. We thank you that it is through the gospel that we are saved. Um, Father, help us to to marvel afresh. Help us to, um, to be reminded of all you've done in Christ Jesus for us and to worship you today. Father, we thank you for this letter. Thank you for this time together. Would you use it to encourage us and build us up? It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter 3. For this reason I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles, surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is, the mystery made known to me by revelation. As I have already written, um, already written briefly, in reading this, then you will know, um, you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to people in other generations as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs according with Is- uh, heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of his power. Although I am less than the least of all the Lord's people, this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden in God, who created all things. His intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms, according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. In him, and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of my sufferings for you, which are your glory. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of the glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, May have, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. 
and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we, than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Mm-hmm. Great chapter. You, you get Paul. I love, you know, as it starts, for this reason I, Paul. And then it's just like, oh, let me keep going. And then he comes back to it in verse 14. For this reason I kneel before the Father. And we get that incredible prayer. Uh, but you have to love the way he talks about, you know, these things like the boundless riches of Christ, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the church. I mean, I mean, these are these are realities that we enter into and, and we get to reflect on it. And at times I think we may lose some of that, that, man, the boundless riches of Christ have been made known to us mm-hmm. in, in the gospel. You know, sometimes we just think, well, I've got the gospel. Let's let's move on. Let's move into something else. And Paul says, no, come back to it because it's deep and it's wide and and we can swim in it forever. And and so that's that's what Paul's doing for us. He's he's not only just worshiping. I mean, this is also a model for us to, to think about how we should think about you know this mystery that's been revealed to us. Um, so as you guys are reading it, what are some of the things that stand out to you? I I just it's the fact that we are Gentiles and we can we can resonate with this so deeply that I mean they weren't even allowed they weren't allowed to worship in the way that. The, the the Jews were um, before Christ, and in the temple, they were only allowed to what the outer courts. Um, so now to to imagine because of the work of Christ, um, they have been welcomed in, and we today have been welcomed in um, to not only get to worship God, but into fellowship with God that we, um, no, I don't remember where he, uh, said it, but just getting to be in deep fellowship with the Lord, um, and approaching him, that's what it was, approaching him with confidence, um, freedom and confidence, verse 12. Um, how beautiful is that, that not only do we get to worship our God, but we get to approach him with freedom and confidence as, as little children, um, not because of anything that we've done. I mean, that's that's such a beautiful part of the gospel. So that just strikes me, just knowing that he's writing to Gentiles and knowing that we are, in, we are of, although years and years and years later, are still included in that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been deeply affected by this work. And I just love, I mean, we'll see it a few times, even in the rest of this leather, but in Paul's other leathers, and, and we've talked about it before, but... Just Paul's prayers, you know, mm-hmm. he, uh, I mean, some of us listening to this, we like, we don't even pray, let alone pray how Paul prays. And, and not that we have to copy how Paul prays or, or anything like that, but I just love how his, his prayers are, and I, I think I read one person say once, you know, in all of Paul's prayers, you don't really see, except for maybe the thorn in his flesh, like you don't really see Paul ever praying for like circumstances to change. Mm-hmm. I think Tim Keller talked about that in his his prayer book. And mm-hmm. It's not like, hey, I need this, and can you change this? And his prayers are so Jesus-centric, so gospel-centered, and and so exactly what people need anyways. We don't necessarily need our circumstances to change, but we do need Christ to dwell in our hearts, right? We do mm-hmm. need to be rooted 
and established in, in, in love. And we, we do need together with all the Lord's people right, to grasp. Like, mm-hmm. what a wonderful thing that of God's grace that we could grasp how wide, long, high, deep is the love of Christ and, and to know this. But you actually, you can't know it because it surpasses knowledge, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like... Experience it. It's just this crazy invitation. Like, here's what Paul desires for the church. Here's what he desires yeah. for the people. And, and man, when I read it, I'm like, yeah, that... That's what I want. That's what I want too. And right. so, just a, a great way through the gift of seeing Paul's prayers to be reminded, like, yeah, these are the things that do truly matter. These are the things that, if I'm thinking about those at Christ Church who call it home and are part of what we're doing, like, th- this is what I want. Mm-hmm. And so, just a good reminder, like, here's what I want to be praying, um, not just as a, someone on staff, but man, if you're just listening to us and. Like you can pray this for our church as right. well. Like yeah. these are and it's is how, an invitation. It's also how like we we could be praying as as community groups, like as groups within our church, you know. And and there's I think it's a beautiful thing for us to share requests with one another, and because we we need to know how to pray for one another, um, but also like to pray that you know, like you mentioned, to. Um, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, that informs when we do soak that in and when we um, trust in his love for us, that changes how we pray. That changes our experience of, of the circumstances that we're going through. Because if I'm, if I'm facing infertility, then um, knowing and holding on to the fact that that Jesus deeply loves me and is with me, that changes how I walk through that. Um, and, and that's just one specific circumstance. But yeah, it's um, this definitely, like these prayers are so, so good. And I, I totally agree with you, David. That's what we need to yeah, be Paul's praying. prayers are, are great prayers, not just to pattern our prayers after, but also to pray alongside. I mean, mm-hmm. to you know, pray, pray these, through pray through these things as you're as you're working through prayer. I think one of the things that can be difficult to, about prayer at times, you know, talk to a variety of people about this, is just you feel like you pray the same things over and over again. You know, so I'm reading through Paul's prayers and, and seeing what Paul prays for, and then beginning to like incorporate those things into your own prayers. You know, it's really helpful, but it, it also, I love the way Paul closes this. He says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine. Like Paul's like, man, this is what I'm specifically praying for, but I'm praying to a God who is able to do immeasurably more than even the things I know to ask for or could even imagine asking mm-hmm. for. You know, and, and that's the, the reality that we enter into when we pray is we're praying to a God who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who knows exactly what we need. And you get Paul's, th- you know, according to his power that is work within us. Like right now at this very moment, God is working, you know, in us by his spirit, according to his power, doing immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine. You know, so every time we pray, we're entering into that, that reality and we're praying for him to be glorified in his church, you know, and in this world as the gospel is proclaimed, as the manifold riches of God are being, you know, on, put on display um, in his body, you know, we, we ask for God to continue to fill us and mm-hmm. continue to, to make his gospel known um, and shown, you know, in us and through us. And, and so what a, a, I think a great prayer to end on and end our time on, you know, in Ephesians 3 is just to, to rehearse again the, the prayer um, from, from Paul. Mm-hmm. And so, Katie, would you just, would you read this prayer for yeah. us? And this is Keep our starting. prayer as we close this. Verse 20 and 21. Um, 
Yeah, verse 20 is great. Okay. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.